Welcome to the Real Life Podcast with Kurt and Katie Adkins. We believe everyone is born with the ability to create the life we desire. Our goal is to help everyone realize anything is possible. Today's topic is taking the leap, building off of last week's podcast about perception. This is season one, episode 20. Another beautiful day. It's pretty cool looking out at the river outside of our house and seeing it. Um, Definitely more water running. That means summer is getting closer and closer and gyms are open with uh, some restricted, you know, rules and regulations, but it's good to have things back to somewhat normal. Yeah. Every day it seems like things are getting more and more what we know as quote unquote normal, but it definitely has been interesting to see where some things might change forever. Like I, every time I'm in a grocery store these days, I wonder, are people going to naturally stay six feet apart now or by Christmas, is everybody going to forget that six feet apart was something and they're going to be crowding and hovering? And and are they going to always have those glass barriers between you and the cashier? And the like little, you're at a bank? And the little arrows that point the direction that you have to go now when you're grocery shopping? Which, for somebody who doesn't like to jaywalk and gets, like I do, it works good. But for my boyfriend here. I didn't even know they were like that and, uh, when I was in one of the stores the other day. I kept getting all these dirty looks, like really dirty looks. And I was thinking, man, everybody's really grouchy today. And then somebody said, didn't you see the arrows on the floor saying which way to go? And I, I didn't. I just. And there's a good Shortest chance. way possible to what I wanted is just sort of how I live in my life. And there's a good chance that every time you go into the grocery store, you're going to fight with the rebel in you on whether you follow the arrows or you take your own path. And now that I know they're there, I'm probably going to end up fighting with them because but, I'm not totally a rule follower. I, I do like the shortest, easiest way from point A to point B. Well, and this kind of segues us right into the topic on taking the leap, building off of last week's podcast on perception and really how our perception is everything and is the shortest distance between two points really a straight line? Uh, definitely is a straight line, but sometimes that's not the easiest route. Right. You know, sometimes there's a lot more doing the windy route to get there is actually uh, going to be easier and going to be more fruitful in the end. Cause you're going to have the ability to grow and see different angles and see different responses and different Right. Encounters the road along less the way. traveled many times. And I think taking the jump is truly the road less traveled. And most people don't realize that that's what it would mean. But it, you know, many times people settle and they, you know, their parents did this or their cousins did this or their brothers or sisters or whatever. So they just sort of follow that, that model of what's attainable. And then they settle when they get to that level of security whether it's in a in their marriage or whether it's with the ability to travel or their finances a lot of times people settle for for what the people around them have so here's a big curveball are you ready for it 
I can get a curve. Is it really? I like your curves better, though. (laughs) Would you you be an advocate for promoting looking before you leap? Or would you just say, take the leap? It's a trick question. I'm going to say, just take the leap, knowing that everything's going to be okay. See, and this is where Kurt and I differ. (laughs) So let me explain on that before, because it's where if you know everything's going to be okay and you know that you're totally taken care of, you know the spirit inside of you is not going to have you take a leap on something that's not going to work. Right, and I do agree with you on that. I'm one of those last week we ended the conversation with the Wim Hof testimony of the guy who just finally was able to jump into water. And I've never been able to do a cartwheel. I've always gotten almost, and then I've always had, there's this thing that comes up for me that just totally blocks me out. But thinking on success principles and taking the leap and looking before the leap is, I agree with you 100% on the spirit within us is never going to lead us astray. I also, if we're following that spirit. Right. I also think that sometimes if you look at the picture ahead, you can go kind of like our, we talk a lot about starting with the end result and working backwards. And so if you take a chance to look before you leap, you can see the end result and you can work backwards and you might be able to stop yourself from a few. That's why Katie calls me crash sometimes. I just barrel <laughs> through. I do. I go, really? <laughs> I do call him crash. <laughs> but it's a cute crash. And I get to be along on the journey and we have never had a derailment. Right. It's not always easy. But it's not always easy sometimes, and that's where we do get to balance each other out. And so taking the leap, what does that look like? Last week we were we're just building off of last week, and we talked a little bit about books and reading and just implementing, and we've talked several different podcasts because really it's all almost the same. Is what, What about taking the leap? What do you do to take the leap, honey? Do you read? Well, I think you do. I think you make the decision. We talked about, we did a podcast on what's your dream really worth, which is really what are you willing to do to accomplish your dream? First of all, you believe that the dream is possible, obviously. And you take a look on how you can accomplish that. You know, uh, Steve Jobs is great at um, having a dream and then telling people, now you guys go out and figure out how to do it. You know, the iPad and all that kind of stuff and the, iPod and all that came from him saying, we're going to do something without buttons and we're going to put all the music here. Nobody knew how it was going to work. And, you know, Wozniak and those guys that were genius engineers were able to figure out, okay, this is what he wants to have done. Now let's make it happen. So he gave them the end result. The other people built the road to get there. Right. And so that's, we were talking yesterday, was it? Anyway, we were talking with some, people about the different colors of your personality. And that's kind of like the building block of every great leader usually has a team of people. I've heard Brene Brown talk about it a lot on how she has a whole team of people who are helping her achieve the end goal because everybody has different strengths and everybody brings something else to the table and is filtering through and stacking all of the strengths and being on such a, level that you're able to disguise each other's weaknesses and move forward for the greater good. And so whether you're taking the leap in exercise and deciding that, man, I'm going to, I'm going to actually 
get into shape, whatever that looks like. I don't want there to be any reference to what it has to look like because right. it's Not different for everybody. Not everybody's got to be as ripped as Katie. Right. I am pretty ripped, honey. <laughs> At least I'm working on it. No, and that's – everybody has a different goal and a different starting point, but how do you get there? You surround yourself, like you said, with people. Right, and you make the decision. The first part is just making the decision and then gleaning, you know, gleaning from people who have wisdom on things that we don't have. You know, we've talked in our fitness journey how we've learned so much from our friend Taylor and our friend Nate and, and our friend Michael Nelly with 406 Nutrition and just different people. My friend Shirley has given me information and Sierra has given me information. There's just a whole bunch of people that for different goals, they have different roles. And so if you're starting out right now and going, I want to change this aspect in my physical journey, then just start to look at, okay, who has a wisdom and who has experience that I can glean from that can help me so that I don't burn myself out and I don't quit two weeks into it and beat myself up is taking the leap, meaning that you're willing to leave behind and know that once you leap, the past is distanced. And I love the picture. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen it. It's a mountain goat and it's two cliffs and it's the mountain goat in the middle has leapt and the title is faith because he has there's no other option like he's left he one is going to be okay one cliff and if you ever watch mountain goats they're fascinating animals with what they can do but they don't i don't even know if they look before they leap i think they're they worried. just they know they're going to get there they just always get there and they're resilient in being able to and so that to me is exercising faith when our belief that we're secure is enough and our belief in ourselves is enough then we're able to go all right, I'm in it to win it, and this is what I'm going to do. So taking the leap is changing your mind your mind, and also changing who you allow to sow into your life, guarding right. your heart with all diligence for out of it, spring the issues or the boundaries of your life. So in fitness, it's surrounding yourself and learning from people that have it. In finances, it's surrounding yourself with people that have it. Well, and it's I, In marriage, it's surrounding yourself with people that have healthy marriages. Nothing's worse than being a, you know, having couples that are friends or whatever and seeing one of them just treat the other one terribly all the time. And, you know, it's miserable to be around those people. So the truth is birds of a feather flock together and you eventually behave like the people you're around. Right. And if you've, um, well, I'm thinking when you talked about the finances, I was thinking of my whole life. When I first got a job, I remember I have an aunt and she said, pay yourself first. And I never understood what that meant. And so fast forward to when I decided. And then you hear other business people say, you you pay everybody else first. Right. And Total opposite perspective. And so I remember being very, very confused. But out of our, out of our paychecks in the last uh, several years, I've decided that I'm going to pay Kurt and I a portion that's going to go into our savings. And then everything else is going to get taken care of out of the money that's in our checking, but right. we're going to build our savings. And we also do it different. There's even the step before that, that we draw a paycheck from our company. We draw actual W-2. salary income from our company every month, just like our employees and get a paycheck on the same date as the employees. And, you know, that's been, you know, from taking advice from other people. 
Right. And we've learned. And that's paying ourselves along with everybody else at the same time. It's been very interesting to see over time now that I finally started implementing that to see that now savings have been built. Before my belief system was that I can't afford to pay myself into my savings account because I need to make sure that every other need is met. But then I learned along the way that you never get ahead. And that was my experience. And so now I have such more security knowing that we have savings and we have the ability. But there was a time in my life when I was not willing to take that leap. And so what I'm trying to say is we all have barriers. We've all been probably told certain things that we could have implemented a long time ago. But really, it's when the student is ready, then the teacher appears, even if we've been given nuggets along the way. The teacher might have appeared long before, but we finally actually apply what we learned. Right. When that seed comes into fruition. And so I'm excited about taking the leap. Right. And it also applies to relationships like we were talking about. You know, it, it applies to spiritual. For Katie and I, they're definitely the spiritual. It's all tied to the mentorship, but it was taking the leap saying, okay, I'm now I'm ready to re-examine what I think I know about God and what I think he thinks about me. And in that process, we examined it in our heart, but we also tied into different teachers and different theologians and different, you know, authors and different things in order to learn and and to examine how they see it and not necessarily always agree, but to take that to our heart. That's part of that whole, or am I willing to take the leap? Do I really want my life to be totally different and totally better than it is today? And if I do, then what am I willing to do? And some of that is I got to be open-minded to look at an alternative route. I got to look at something different. You know, if I would have, for me, if I would have stuck in the same place that I was a dirty, rotten, no gooder, born that way, and that all all humanity is just terrible unless you confess some certain words, and and then you're only good if you stay good, and he's only going to favor you if you stay on the favorable side of the chessboard, then my life would have sucked today. And but it was saying, okay, I'm going to read, look at who this creator is, and read, look at how I think he sees me, and. And then I'll, I'll, that's taking the leap. I was sick and tired of living the way I was living, you know? So insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And so if you, you're like, oh, I'm going to pray about this and I'm going to, God's going to give me the sign to, to do something different. And it's like, yeah, well, if he doesn't tell you, no, you might want to go. Right. And that's been huge. And what just popped in when you were talking about that was the Robert Frost poem, Two Roads Diverge in the Yellow Wood. <laughs> I think that's the road less traveled. That's the beginning of the poem. But the road less traveled is the name of the poem. And at the very end, the last stanza says, I took the road less traveled and that, that has made all the difference. And I think that that's really where the rubber meets the road is when we're willing to say, okay, wait a minute, I'm going to travel a road that I never knew was possible. And I'm going to know that along the way there might be some really scary looking trees with a bunch of overgrowth and branches that are hanging in the way. But I'm willing to go beyond that because beyond that is this amazing perception and amazing experience that I get to have in my life if I'm willing to take that road. And so whether, you know, you're taking the leap or changing direction in the road or deciding to just trust that there's a barrier that you can push beyond, it's going to be awesome even if it's painful in the process or scary. And Kurt and I were talking, we've been talking a lot lately about so many people when things get tough, 
I used to be this way, so that's not a statement. It's a factual statement. We were like this. So when it's things not, used to get tough for us. It's not a judgment. This is just a reality is most people say, I'm going to stop and I'm going to let the storm pass and I'm going to stop doing whatever I'm doing. We said that for years. And then when things come back and things look better, then I'm going to be able to dig back into this. And the reality is, is that's when you should be willing to push, push beyond, push beyond and push beyond is push through whatever the feelings are, push through whatever the situation is, because it's that breakthrough point that then you experience that freedom and that peace. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, um, there's a verse that I really like and it's, uh, it's in Philippians and it talks about thinking on things that are noble and pure and true. And that we really, a lot of us think that we need discipline to meditate. A lot of us think that we need discipline to be visionary, to plan, to design our life, to create our life. And the reality is, is what we focus on is what's going to become our reality. And so if we focus on I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me, and I have a great group of friends, and my support system's incredible, and I have everything that it takes to push through, weed out my garden, and walk to the other side. And I feel like I'm worthy, and I feel like I'm all of those things, and then like Katie's saying, just more to the same thing. Right. I feel like I'm worthy, you know, that I'm not less than somebody that's a billionaire or whatever. Then every time the option to leap in even deeper or go deeper into the forest so that you can see the trees, you have that ability and the resilience to say, I'm not going to quit before the miracle happens. I'm actually going to walk through it and I'm going to experience it so that I know that I have had the fullest experience that I can have around this opportunity. And so it really is a beautiful thing that we have this ability like Kurt and I laugh because most all of our podcasts have the same kind of content, all, just a different angle, but it truly is all about what you believe. And I might this year try to actually do a cartwheel. I've always had a belief that I can't do, watch do a, cartwheel. a cartwheel and people are like, you've really never done a cartwheel. And it's like, yeah, because there's this total thing, mental block that comes to me right when I get almost to the point of doing a cartwheel. And maybe it's because I knew a few people who broke their arms when they were young doing cartwheels. I don't know. Yeah, because they just didn't look before. (laughs) I'm just totally joking. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you could break your arm doing a cartwheel. Well, I think that if you hit it wrong and push sprung yourself off, you probably could break your arm. I mean, people did it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I never thought about it. See, that's. So I'm just, filtering that stuff. I'm filtering that perception through a skewed reality. And so this year I'm here to tell you all I, I'm excited when I can actually come on the podcast and say, oh my gosh, I attempted and whether I succeeded or not, that's yet to be known because even saying it right now, I have huge angst, but I do need to practice what I preach. And so that's my thing. I've thrown it out there with the cartwheel. Right. And when you, when you do it, that's great. But it's right back to what we said at the beginning. If you believe anything's possible and you believe you're designed to create wonderful things, you'll take the jump. You'll, you know, it's like the suiting up in the, with the armor of God or whatever. And you, when you wrap yourself in the reality of who you truly are, you know, that's the first thing you wrap yourself in the belt of the of truth, which is the truth of who you truly are and who you've always been and how wonderfully and perfectly you've been created you will wrap yourself and you will just go. You, will, you won't worry about, oh, 
some little uh, obstacle is going to get in my way. You're going to accomplish what you desire because you believe it's possible because of who you are. And when that happens, you take the leap, you take the jump. You know, I think when people, sports people, especially the further you get in athletics, if you believe you're better than your opponent, you're going to end up beating your opponent. And if you believe you can at least compete with them, you will. If you, if you're like, I'm just not as good as those people, you won't. I think of a good friend of mine who played football at Nebraska and won a couple national championships for Nebraska and caught a couple touchdown passes in national championship games. And he was a phenomenal basketball player, but he went to a big AAU tournament in uh, Seattle, Washington. And, you know, being a, being a kid from Montana, six, four guard or six, five guard, whatever he was. And he, and he sort of got schooled or felt like he got schooled. He made the switch to football because at that moment, he didn't believe he was as good as those people, but he thought he could compete on the football field. And so, and he did, and he did, but also he, he made that decision in his heart that he wasn't as good and he would have never went to the level that he wanted to in basketball because he had already predetermined that, if that makes sense. So when you believe you're not as good as somebody, you're not going to, you're going to quit working at it. Right. If you don't think you can accomplish your goal, you're going to quit working at it. If you don't think you can get whatever it is you deserve and whatever you desire, you're because you deserve the best. When I say that there's, you don't deserve bad. So when I say get what you deserve, it's like you deserve the best. So if you don't believe you're ever going to accomplish it, you're never going to apply it. So like when we ask things like, what's your definition of success? And you have a lot of crap going on in your life. And you're like two weeks later, or a week later, you're like, oh, I haven't had time to think about it. Just because a, you don't believe that you're worthy. So you're not even interested in discussing what success is because you don't think you're good enough and you're, and you're not willing because to do the things that it takes to just take the leap. So because then- you change your foundation and your whole life changes the crappy shit going on in your life will change when you make the decision to start winning, right? Or believe you can win. Right. Go ahead, Kate. Well, I was thinking of The Last Dance in the first couple um, episodes. Great documentary. It's on ESPN Plus, and I believe that it's available for everybody. And I'd suggest, even if you're not a sports fan, to watch it because there's some incredible, even if you don't like basketball, say you like taekwondo but not basketball, check it out just because there's some incredible truths But the one thing was where it talks about Michael Jordan came home and he got cut his sophomore year and he was really down on himself. And his mom said, what are you going to do so that next year you don't get cut? Like you have the choice, you have the option. And it goes back to what Kurt was talking about. When you make the decision in your heart that I'm never going to be good enough, then you're never going to be good enough where he made the decision. It completely revolutionized the entire game of basketball and, and Scotty Pippen walked on was at Central Arkansas. As he a, wasn't a walk on; he was just a he, he was their equipment boy. boy. He couldn't get a scholarship, and when a couple scholarships came open, he went to the coach and said, "I want these scholarships." And he ended up earning them and got drafted like fifth or sixth in the NBA draft. Right, and so because he believed that this is you know this is what this he is my ticket out. Play this is what level. I need to do. This is the level that I'm going to play at, and so. I think sports, I think team sports are an incredible thing because first they teach you how to play as a team, how to work with others, but also you have the decision to decide. And Kurt's friend that he's talking about, it's not a condemnation that he 
that he Man, chose. He had a great football. Football. Career. How awesome is it that he had the option to choose? You know, everybody has the option to choose, though. Most people just don't believe that they do. And so, if you're listening right now, this very moment, just start to think: What is it in my life that I'm willing to take the leap over the next week? And where, if I have not made a commitment or made a decision or changed my mind, what am I willing to do to get to that point so that my mind has changed? Because when your mind is actually made up and changed, it's game over. And I learned that probably the biggest, I've learned it a lot in the last 10 years. Especially for me. Just kidding. But the, yeah, it's really taught me a lot. (laughs) But the. No, we've learned it together. We We have learned it together. together. But the physical, the exercise, the athletic side of it in the gym is when I made the decision, I remember saying, looking at Kurt within a couple weeks of making the decision, and I said, it's game over. I'm in the best shape of my life. Nothing's going to stop me from my goals. Nothing's going to keep me out of the gym. It's just now I just have to walk through the process of getting there. And it's so crazy that now over the last, we're coming into four years isn't it four years? Uh, we just started our our fourth year. Fourth year. So we just started our fourth year, and it's been a consistent routine. It's just part of our routine. It's not oh, if I get time, it's or maybe third going to happen. Maybe it's the third year. I don't know. Two thousand seventeen. Right. So Whatever. maybe it's the third year. Anyway, it's just cool, and it's not boasting on us. But once that decision was made, and we were like, okay, we're going to take the leap. We're all in we're all in. And that's the exciting thing when you get around people who are also all in people is it creates that dynamic pull of where you can cultivate that seed so that your conviction gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And even when adversity hits, you don't bail. There's talkers and there's doers, but the truth of the matter is the doers were talkers before they became doers. And they began to believe what it was they were saying. You had to talk yourself into it and believe it in order to really do it. So, they always say, I used to always hear that, you're a talker or you're a doer. And it's like, well, you have to be a talker to become a doer. Right. And so whether That's you're part of the journey, whether you're taking the leap or looking before you leap Take or leap. taking a new road or staying where you're at, the only thing that's constant is change. And the question is, is are you willing to change whatever is very uncomfortable to experience complete peace and serenity. All right. Are you willing to re-examine how you think you're, who you think you are and what you think is possible and how you think the creator is a part of your life or, or even if you go on a different than the spiritual thing, are you willing to, well, I'm not even going to go there because I think if you don't believe you're capable of it and you think it's all about hard work, all you're going to do is get tired. Right. Because we don't get people say, man, you guys must be really disciplined to go to the gym four or five days a week for multiple years. And it's like, I don't see it as discipline. I We just know we're uh, worthy and designed for great things. And this is part of the journey to accomplish the great things. So it's not even like a work thing. I don't one day, I don't go to the gym one time and say, man, I work hard. It's like, man, work. I'm accomplishing what I want to accomplish because I know I'm worthy of accomplishing it. And therefore, you haven't gotten tired. The same thing is if you want to have a different relationship with money. There, Kurt mentioned how we had people who say that you never pay yourself first. And all of those business owners never make any money. 
We chose. They to, never have long term. They never have long term success. We chose to listen and look beyond and, and get counsel and mental mentorship. And it doesn't even matter about the salary or not. But we we were willing to change our relationship that we had with money years before we ever started to accumulate because we were sick and tired of the end result we were getting with always being broke. And so whether it's physical, whether it's financial, whether it's marriage and you're going, you know, I'm really sick of fighting. I just don't want to fight anymore. What is that decision that you can make today where you can go, I'm going to choose to do things differently. I'm going to go all in and I'm going to take the leap or the road less traveled so that I can have the freedom. We're excited to encourage you. We're excited to continue to see your guys' testimonies. And we're excited to continue to have the discussion because we know by having the discussion, confidence is gained, relationships are built, and a freedom that we can't articulate happens. We just know that we've experienced it and we've seen countless other people experience it through allowing themselves to participate in the discussion. Right. Anything is possible. Take the leap to accomplish it. And that's changing what you believe. Whether you look or not, just look, listen and, and jump. All right. Just jump. Have a wonderful day. Blessings. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please subscribe, rate it, review it, and share it with your friends. Also check out our written blog at expandingtheeyeofthestorm.com or our recently released book, What If? by Kurt and Katie Adkins. 15 topics worth discussing for lifelong happiness. Blessings. <laughs>